Welcome to this Life I Live in Truth podcast, a podcast about living life authentically. Each week, we deliver the best stories from individuals who have decided with intention to live authentic lives. Now here's your host, Jesse Belizel. Welcome again to This Life I Live in Truth podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the village from your creator and founder, Jesse B. Now this podcast was created when I finally, finally decided that I was going to live and I was going to walk in my truth. So naturally, bi-weekly, I am intentional about interviewing individuals journeying through their life from all different walks in a similar manner, who are not only ready to share, but who are also ready to pour into others. So this evening, we have a special guest who is also ready to pour. He joins us all the way from the Big Apple, New York in the building. Someone's (laughs) son is about to bless us with some good conversation. He's a program manager by day and a health enthusiast by night. I am grateful I get to introduce the handsome, ladies, I say handsome, the emotionally intelligent and the handsome Keith Ward. Welcome to the show, Keith. Thank you for having me, Jesse. It's a pleasure. Looking forward to the shenanigans that we're going to indulge in. (laughs) So it is a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm so glad our schedules were able to align finally. And so, yeah, before we get into today's conversation, in honor of there being a new season of the podcast, which is titled Good For You, I've been asking my guests at the start of every episode um, if they could share with me what is something that is good for them relationally. So what's good for Uh, you, Keith? What is good good for me? What was it? Relationally, like relationship-wise. It's good for you. Relationship-wise? Yeah. What is good for me? I would say peace, transparency, communication, and um, just being intentional mm. and purposeful. Yeah. You're hitting all them buzzwords. Ladies, I told y'all we was in for a special treat, but, like, <laughs> come on. All right, so... I want to also know what is good for you health-wise. If we could go in depth, talk about mind, body, and or spirit. So what is good for you in those areas? Okay, so in terms, I'll start from the top down. So mentally, I would say therapy. Um, I've been seeing a therapist since 2018, and it's a Black woman, and I have no regrets about it. Um, just like how I'm a health enthusiast in terms of my fitness goals, you know, it's just as important to take care of your mental as well. So um, I see my therapist bi-weekly. It's always great conversation, always great to unpack different things that I may be struggling with um, that, you know, a licensed professional will be able to, you know, help me to peel back layer by layer to get a better grasp and understanding into the mind. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's for starters. Um, and with regards to my physical health, um, 
I definitely I'm into fitness. I go to the gym probably about five to six times a week. Um, just as well as I work out and consistent. I'm also very careful with what I consume in my body with regards to different supplements that are natural, um, different meals that I consume, et cetera. Because, you know, I just, you want to think long-term, you want, mm -hmm. I want to be longevity when it comes to this living thing, you know, this thing called life. Um, and add, tack on another couple of years to whenever my, my name is called to, to, you know, way over yonder. So mm -hmm. those are the two key things that help me to keep going. Um, you know, I also make sure that I routinely see my doctor as well. Um, it's very important, especially in a minority community, that we, you know, um, make sure that we're up to par with our health. Um, because especially with, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, mm -hmm. uh, you know, colon cancer, especially with these recent uh, African-American artists and entertainers that have passed from cancer at very young ages, um, one notable would be Chadwick Boseman, right? Yeah, I believe he's about 39 or 40. So, you know, it's very imperative that, you know, us minorities definitely, you know, um, take care of our health, take care of our mental health, physical health, um, whatever that may be. Uh, and not to be scared, not to be timid. I know, you know, we all fear the unknown, but, you know, you, you still want to get ahead of that curve and, make sure that you're on top of all of those things. So, very important. Um, it's very important. I'm so glad you talked about a lot of things. You touched upon a lot of things that in the Black community, we can't say it enough, like mental health, making sure we um, have maintenance, so to speak. You know, a lot of people think we see therapists when things are going awry, but, you know, I think it's a really good form of prevention to see someone. Yeah, and I think that, you know, um, even growing up, right, like myself included, um, we we were all taught that stigma, the negative stigma that comes with therapy, right? Like, especially being, uh, having a West Indian background, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, they would always say that, oh, you have to be crazy in order to see a therapist. And it's just like, no, that doesn't have to be the case. Everybody mm -hmm. has a story. Everybody has something that they're struggling with um that they don't feel comfortable telling their friends of fear of judgment right um some things that people may be ashamed of or embarrassed to even even face but you know with a therapist they're there to help you right i know it's going to obviously take a while for you to even open up to one but the first biggest step for anybody if you aren't seeing one is you know just seeking just just try to seek one and take it one day at a time Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's they're there to help you, um, and it's it's been, it's very beneficial. It's it's pretty much I look at it as you're you're divulging all of this information, all of this baggage, all of this stuff that you may be struggling with, with an unbiased individual that specializes in it that won't judge you. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely important. So I hope you know after this this podcast, whoever's listening, they they, you know, uh, take that first step. You know, there's a, there's a plethora of different websites like Psychology Today. I think there is one that's a, I think there's blacktherapist.com or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. there's, there's, there's definitely a lot of different websites that I can't think of offhand, but I know those are a couple. So. Absolutely. 
Keith, thank you so much for your input. Oh, of course. So let's get right into our time together. I know I did a bit of an introduction for you, but could you take a moment or two to introduce the people to who you are? You know, who is okay. Keith Ward? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. So yes, so my name is Keith Ward. I'm of Guyanese descent. I grew up in Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, I work in tech, project manager. I'm a very sociable guy that enjoys travel. Um, can't let life pass you by. Um, I enjoy networking, meeting new people. Um, you know, I enjoy having fun. I enjoy reading. I enjoy just learning new things because you can never stay stagnant. You always want to continue to progress and learn. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what else you want me to, to add or, or mention. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's that's good. great. That's great. Um, if you could take a moment to tell our villagers, that's what I call the listeners, how you okay. got to this here moment. And you could feel free to speak personally or professionally. How did you get to this here moment? Uh, becoming a special guest on this podcast. <laughs> Whatever. Whichever <laughs> way. Okay. So, um, so yes, so how I got this amazing opportunity to be on this podcast was I was spending time, <clears throat> I was spending time in DC because uh, that's where my older brother lives. And, you know, we went to, we were doing some housework. Uh, he asked me if I could help him out with some housework. Um, and afterwards, once we were done, we went out to a restaurant to just grab some food, continue to bond. Uh, talk about life, goals, ways to, you know, generate more wealth, uh, stuff of that matter. Um, and then I happened to to meet this uh, this young lady that was sitting at the bar with us that happens to be the host of this podcast. And, you know, we struck conversation. Um, and then, you know, one thing led to another and we're all having conversation. It was my brother and I and you know, the host and her friend. And, you know, we were having great conversation and we were sharing a whole lot of different topics, an array of different topics. And, you know, that's when Jess mentioned said, you know, maybe it may be a good idea if you were to join a podcast that I do. And I said, well, you know, this isn't something I've ever done before. Um, however, I don't mind giving it a first. So here we are. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, thank you so much. So listen, I've had conversations in the past with some folks, right? Okay. And I want to know from you, there's this burning question about the battle of the sexes, you know? So I love the can men go. and women maintain a platonic friendship? Can they just be friends? Essentially, that is the question. And please feel free to elaborate and let me know why you think this or why you don't think this. Let the people know. <laughs> okay, so yes, so this is a burning question because I always see it um, circulating on all types of social media platforms. Um, but to answer your question, I believe that men and women can be friends platonically. Um, you know, it's it's. 
I, I can understand the doubt that it can provide. Um, but, you know, that's where just the communication comes in. It's like a natural thing, right? You, you meet somebody, you know, something of that, uh, something of that feature that you may favor is what bring, what draws you to that person, right? However, when it comes to certain conversations that you may have with that said person, then you know how you can, you know, establish where you are from that point. Um, me personally, I have a lot of female friends that are very platonic. And, you know, I think it's very important that, you know, men and women alike have friends of the opposite sex because it's, it's very helpful in the sense that, you know, you could get different perspectives, right? So I know for me, for example, uh, with women that I've dated in the past, uh, I have female friends that, you know, I'd often pick their brain and just, you know, just get some sort of ideas as to, you know, like, hey, like, what do you think, like, women would like, um, you know, uh, what do you think is a great date idea, et cetera, et cetera. So it's also good to get all of those pointers from your friends and vice versa. You always go and get some sort of advice, right? Because I know as men, we have a lot of male friends, but, you know, we don't think like a woman. And vice versa, right? So I think it's important to have those sort of friendships with the opposite sex because you know you can learn a lot from each other, especially from different walks of life. Okay, I love it. I love it. You know what? I'm gonna play the devil's advocate and say like, no way. Like, if two a man and woman are physically attracted to each other, there's no possible way that they can just be friends. It's just um, in my language, it says like men and women are like matches. When you put them together, they 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 make fire. It's hard to translate when you have another language. Like it sounds weird <laughs> in strict translation. But yeah, so that's my argument. Like if they're physically attracted, there's no way they could just be friends. Like no way. Yeah, I mean, I could understand that. You know with that physical attraction being there, um, that's kind of what we all grew up in, right? And society also plays a factor because, you know, especially growing up, we're all taught that, you know, like, you know, getting married and you just find one person and, you know, that's your end goal, your life goal, whatever the case may be, right? Um, but I think, that's where communication comes into play, right? And I think that's a, as easy as as simple as communication is, a lot of people aren't good at that, right? And it's also important to have that emotional intelligence when it comes to those sort of conversations that you would have, right? So you and I, we could be, you know, attracted to one another, right? But then, you know, I could say, hey, listen, like, I think, you know, I, I don't want to explore that ground with you, but I think that you will be a great friend, a great person to, you know, just uh, we can hang out here or there. But, you know, it doesn't have to be any of those things Like you can have boundaries where you wouldn't have to explore that ground where you where you feel as though you're put in a, a position where, you know, um, that avenue would be explored. Right. So, you know, I think that's just also very important. I love that you mentioned that boundaries like I was playing the devil's advocate but I've always been someone that says you know 
one person or both both people my english is not so good right now (laughs) both individuals have to have boundaries in order for it to work you know especially if there is attraction there but you know you probably because you are so close with that person and you just see how they move in relationships you're like man i like this person as a friend but i i would never want them to toy with my heart in this way you know what i mean so absolutely yeah setting boundaries is is so important and i think it's possible if if there are boundaries especially considering say maybe one person gets in a relationship right you're gonna have to honor the fact that this person is now in a relationship and you know certain things you used to do before when you guys were both single but we're still platonic friends you know there'll be another set of boundaries that are put in place so it's like why can't we honor boundaries you know even if there aren't you know people involved to honor them for you know so that's just my little two cents i appreciate your input on that topic this burning topic like and i want to hear from the I want to hear from the listeners, like, what's your take? What do you guys think? Do you think men and women can just be friends? So leave me a review. We're probably going to do something later where you can be more vocal and let us know what your opinions are on this topic because we really want to hear your weigh-in. And so I have another question that is also very burning. Um, in this modern day that we are living in, right? Is there such a thing as being in a monogamous relationship? Is it is it still a thing? Is it still a thing? Like, are we even really doing that now? This 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 is the second burning question, huh? Yes. <laughs> in this modern day, does monogamy still exist? Um, mm-hmm. I think yes, and. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people have to just be real with themselves, right? Um, I don't think monogamy is for everybody. I think mm-hmm. that it was something that was that we uh, a custom that we grew up on, right? A tradition that our parents, our grandparents, they all practice and they all did, right? And mm-hmm. that's what we are accustomed to knowing growing up. However, in this day and age, you know, in 2022, (laughs) there's a lot of people that want to be monogamous, but they still have side relations with other individuals, right? Mm -hmm. And, And I say that's why a lot of people just need to be real with themselves, right? Because, you know, you may want monogamy, you may want to end up with one person, but you know, there are people out there that just want their cake and eat it too, right? Mm. So, you know, um, people just have to be real with themselves. But I do think it exists, but it's a choice. It is a choice. I could not agree more. I don't know. I feel like when we think about entering a relationship, right, we are thinking about entering it as whole as we can, but oftentimes, let's be real, sometimes we're not as whole as we think we ought to be. And 
it could be for a plethora of reasons. Do you like what you're hearing so far? Well, make sure you click that subscribe button so you never miss a show. Where all my singles at? <laughs> all right, I just want to let you guys know that I will be hosting a singles mixer in the DC area on August the 19th as well as the 20th. You'll see all the details below, so make sure you register. All right, now back to the show. Things, right? Whether right. you have, you're still sorting through some things. Um, and this topic of exclusivity is not at the top of mind, even though that's like something you desire, you know? So mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like sometimes we want exclusivity, but, and we're looking at the sexual benefits of being with somebody as well as, you know, just like the physical attraction and we'll look cute together. But like, we're not even looking at, you know, do our sex drives match? Do our love languages match? Do our languages of apology match? Are we in alignment when it comes to our faith life? Is our core values centered at our being? You know what I mean? So a lot of people are not willing, in my opinion, um, from my perspective, are not willing to do the introspective work. They, they want exclusivity, but they're not even really ready for that or ready for what that entails. And so what I think is really important when we talk about this topic of monogamy is, and you said it really clear as day earlier, it's like you have to, um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of what you said. You have to really know yourself, know yourself, have purpose, and you have to understand that, like, a relationship is not, like, an end destination, you know? It doesn't, even if people are like, I'm looking for marriage, you know? What happens after that marriage? Like, there's no, like, real end destination. You have to... Oh, I know what you said earlier. It's a choice, right? Monogamy yeah. is not for everyone, but it is definitely a choice. And it's a choice that you're going to have to make each and every single day. Like you, you're going to have to wake up and be like, I choose this person and here's why. And uh, I think it's really important that we heal past hurts because there's a lot of people who hurt people, hurt people, and there's a lot of people bleeding on each other. And so... Maybe that's why they, they on the surface look like they're monogamous, but they're they're doing their little sneaky link thing. <laughs> and you know, a lot of people are getting hurt in the process. So what are your thoughts on some of the things that I've kind of expounded on? Yeah, so I think um with with um, monogamy being a choice, right? Um I I, I I do think that, you know, when people just need to really just be truthful and real with themselves, right? Um, I think society plays a, plays a very big role, um, especially with social media, right? Um, I think a lot of people want the common and popular choice, which is monogamy, right? But mm -hmm. there's other avenues that 
are frowned upon that are starting to come into the, you know, into the limelight, right? Which is, you know, polyamory or polygamy, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think a lot of people, they, they want to feel safe, um, for lack of a better term, and they don't want to feel judged. So they would want to go that monogamy route. However, it's not something that they want to be they they're not being true with themselves and and that's okay right it it again you just have to do what really makes you happy at the end of the day right you may mm -hmm. find a partner that you may have strong feelings for you may love that person but you know he or she may have different values that you know aren't aligned with yours and that's okay but you know you don't want to um essentially say say one thing and do another thing mm. without that person knowing and then that person if and when they were to find out they resent you and now you lost everything so right which brings me to another question um do you think that um when people enter into relationships that they should look to their partner to fulfill everything so to speak you know no. you, you, okay and why do you know do i don't think i, I think for, for starters you have to love yourself before you can love anybody um you need to feel happy about yourself before you want to combine your life with someone else to share that happiness, right? Because it isn't my responsibility um, to, you know, make to 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 make you be happy. Like you should be able to be happy. I should just be an added compliment to that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's pretty much my my take on that. Okay. So you're saying that like you have to be happy on your own and you can't look to another person to like fulfill all of your needs right yeah because you know that kind of puts your your partner in an unfair position right like i, I don't even want to say a burden but it, it's it's a tall order to ask because you know if if i'm um if i'm unhappy with something you know of course you know as my spouse, uh, significant other, or whatever you want to call it, it's, you know, you want to be there for me to support me or whatever the case may be. But if I'm continuously like unhappy, right, then there may be a, a point in time where my unhappiness would take over in a sense where I'm kind of dragging you down to my level of being unhappy because I don't want to see you happy all the time. And I'm over here being unhappy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to really make sure that you're good. Like, I know we're all human. They are going to have periods of time where we're going to have our ups and downs. Um, there's always mm -hmm. the hurdles that we're all going to face, obstacles, trials, and tribulations. But I think before you actually get into a relationship with someone, you just have to make sure you do your work and, you know, you make sure that you're happy. You make sure that you don't have any emotional baggage from your last relationship make sure you work on that make sure if you have any past traumas or something like that hence why i mentioned therapy in the you know the top of the 
the, the call. Um, make sure you just do all of your work so that once you do want to share your life with someone that, you know, there wouldn't be any sort of uh, unhappiness in a sense where, you know, there's any sort of resentment or something because I already know what I would have to do in order to get myself back on track. Right, exactly. And I think I said this a bit earlier when we were talking about, you know, monogamous relationships. Um, it's so important to just enjoy your own company and to just really get to know yourself and, 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 and get to know the things that interest you so that you can then be interesting not just to yourself but to others. In order for somebody to be interested in you, you must first be interesting. And I heard that once from someone and I was like, hmm, stuck with me. I agree. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. So what do you or what do most men in your circle look for when in pursuit of a woman? Uh, could you repeat that? I'm sorry. Sure. What do you or most men in your circle, what do you what do you think that you guys look for when you're looking for a woman? When you're pursuing a woman? That's a very good question. Um, I would say someone that, you know, um, that's a very good question. And it's like I have the answer, but I was just trying to figure out where exactly I want to start, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what, what I would be looking for. So I would definitely be looking for someone that, you know, has, um, drive that has like ambition someone that wants something for herself right like um because you want somebody that would you know also would like to elevate right someone that has goals someone where you know you could be supportive someone that's caring all of those different qualities but i think ambition and drive and you know being self-motivated are very positive things to look for right and for me personally i also like a conversationalist someone that's able to hold a conversation that always wants to learn someone wants you know seeking like knowledge um uh someone that's fun you know like you you want someone to encompass a lot of different things like although whomever you meet or decide to settle down with whichever avenue you decide not one nobody's gonna have a hundred percent of what you're looking for mm -hmm. um but once you have those core values that you require that are kind of like non-negotiables in a sense once you find someone that possesses those things that you feel as though that with a partner that could make me happy for the rest of my days then i think that's all that matters right so it's like although it's not a hundred percent of because we're not we're all not perfect um mm -hmm. at least it's something close to it and that's what's important so it has to be the core values in which that whichever guy may have every guy var varies you know um but for me it's those things right just having some sort of drive ambition um integrity that's a big thing mm, I like that. someone that's purposeful and just intentional um and someone that just always wants to learn oh and the last thing most importantly is accountability you definitely have to be accountable 
right? Um, because there's we we always we're not always going to be right, right? Like I mentioned, we're not perfect. So you know, as long as you're very accountable, that's what uh, one thing a lot of guys like. We want a woman that's accountable. Mm-hmm. So those are some core values to have. So once you have those things, and once you understand nobody's a hundred percent, then I think that's what makes everything much easier. Because you know you'll be intentional, intentional with what you're looking for. So. Absolutely. All right, ladies, gents, you heard it from Keith Ward first. Um, this has been a really nice conversation. Um, grateful that I've had you on the show. But before I let you go, I wanted to know how can people stay connected with you, or do you have any parting words that you want to share with the listeners before you go? Um, so you know, I'm not really like a social media influencer or anything, but I definitely did enjoy the conversation with you first and foremost. So thanks for having me. Okay. Um, these are great topics, great burning questions. These will continue to be burning questions throughout the walks of life for our existence. But I think with our generation, we are the catalyst of change, right? So, yes. you know, a lot of different things are starting to change and form. Um, the baby boomer generation walks so that we could run and Gen Z is just flying because that's a whole different beast. Um, I know, <laughs> but I think with us, you know, especially when it comes to these relationship things, we're not individuals that would settle like how our parents or grandparents did. Right. We 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 know what it is that we want and we're not going to settle if we're miserable or unhappy. So that's one thing I love about my generation. I, I, I love about our people is that, you know, they 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 know what they want in that regard. They know that they're not going to settle and they are very aware and cognizant of their unhappiness and what it would take in order for them to walk away from that. Um so, but in terms of connecting with me, um, I'm on Instagram, uh, what else, uh, Twitter, uh, I have a TikTok, but I don't post, um, and even LinkedIn, right? So always connect on those things. Uh, my Instagram and my Twitter are GQ underscore man of the year. Um, there, if you want to follow, have conversation. I love meeting new people, love networking. So, you know, if you're a listener that, you know, decided to follow me and, you know, you want to touch base and pick my brain some more, we could pick each other's brain. We could talk about some stuff. Um, I'm, I'm here for it, right? Um, LinkedIn is going to be first and last name, Ward. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it if you want to connect. Yes, I love it. Oh, my goodness. This has been amazing definitely gave me some food for thought uh female friends are important to have just kind of recapping some of what we spoke about communication is absolutely key um female friends are important to have because they offer perspective on an array of different things especially how women think um if you're a male listening or if you're a female listening it's good to have male friends for you know just other perspectives on the opposite sex. Communication is integral 
and having someone be emotionally intelligent is is also really important. Um, and as it relates to being in monogamous relationships, it's something that is a choice that you'll have to make if, if that is something that tickles your fancy. Um, and you have to really be honest with yourself as it relates to that and really work on yourself, work on your past hurts before entering a relationship that you feel that you want to be monogamous for. Um, and so it was a pleasure having you on the show. Um, you are a friend to the show. So anytime you want to come back, discuss some other things, we could definitely make that happen. Listeners, I want you to stay tuned. Same time, same place, two weeks from now. Until next time, I want you to cancel the noise. I want you to seek the truth. Thanks for joining us this week on This Life I Live in Truth podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.thislifeiliveintruth.com, where you can stay connected and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on any and all platforms, or for you to simply tell a friend. Feel free to also check out our e-course, Finding Your Purpose. Until next time, listeners, cancel the noise and seek the truth that is often found in the light.